it's my lifestyle, it's my lifestyle. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Grounds Crew, a podcast covering all things baseball. We're brought to you by Baseball Lifestyle. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Grounds Crew. I am joined today by, as always, my host, Bill Rahm. What up, guys? And a very special guest today, the man, the myth, the legend, social media extraordinaire, owner of Baseball Quotes and content historian, baseball lover, Corey Fallon. Welcome to the show, bud. That is a very generous intro. Absolutely. It's well-deserving, though. It is absolutely well-deserving. Uh, we're going to be working with Corey on some great baseball content, doing stories on the game, on the past. Um, Corey is a an avid baseball lover, historian, knows so much about the game, um, and that is why we have him here today, because we have a question. Uh, we have more of a debate uh, between these two about who had the best pitching season in the history of the game. Um, Bill, I'm going to let you kick it off. So I'm going to kick it off. How, how this all started is I have said that the best pitcher in the history of baseball is Pedro Martinez. And the reason why I think Pedro Martinez is the greatest pitcher in the history of the game is due to the era in which he needed to pitch in and the numbers that he was able to accumulate during that time. And with that, 99-2000, he was the pinnacle of himself. And in passing, we had a conversation. Corey heard about it, and he said, no effing chance, not better than... Bob Gibson, 1968. 1968, Bob Gibson. So, Corey has researched more stories about baseball than anybody in this room, and most likely everybody who's listening today, save for one or two people who possibly have been geeking out on this longer than any of us. But I knew Corey knew his shit, so this turned into a debate. It ran, it ran, it ran, and I said, you know what, put up or shut up, let's get you on the show and let's get this after. so, with that, since I am the home team here today, mm-hmm. you're going to get to bat leadoff with your argument. So, we are going to be arguing Pedro versus Bob, and we're going to lay out our claims, and we're going to let you guys decide in the comments. So, Corey? Let's keep this constructive, gentlemen. Right. Opening argument. Well, first of all, um, Pedro's 2000 is substantially better than his 99. So for you to double down on 99 is bold, and I respect that. It uh, doesn't mean you're right, though. Um, Pedro's 99 wasn't Pedro's best season, wasn't the best pitching season of 1999, and to try and compare it to Bob Gibson I think is a little ludicrous. I think it's well-deserved. It's going to be a good argument, but I don't think you know, they're, in the same, well, they're in the same conversation, but I don't think you know, it's, as, it's, it's pretty clear-cut in my defense as I stumble my words here. Um, it's I okay. It's your yeah, first time on the show. Yeah. That's cool. But uh, so, I guess for me, uh, from my angle, mm-hmm. when we originally spoke, I I mentioned multitude of times the the 1999-2000 season and those years. The reason why I chose 1999 was because it's harder to defend than 2000. And even 1999 is still light years better than what Bob Gibson did in his best year of his entire career with adjusted rules. I think 2000, uh, batting average was, was higher, slugging was higher, runs were scored, league ERA was higher, and it's pretty clear cut that that would have been the best season, and I don't think we'd be having a discussion if you went with 2000. So, again, 
I hear you. Yeah. 1999 was harder for me to defend. I'd rather go in with something where I have a disadvantage than just clearly defeat you with the greatest pitcher in the history of baseball, Pedro Martinez, because mm-hmm. um, that's unfair. I already had the advantage walking in because he was the better player. You agree because recently you did an article about who dominated the 2000s. You did an entire talk, number one in every key category that you thought was important. Yep. Pedro Martinez sat atop it. So I think we all agree that the conversation of Pedro as the GOAT is a good one. Mm-hmm. But we're talking seasons. Yep. Yep. Why do you feel like Gibson's 68 is better than Pedro's 99? I don't think it. Numbers say it. Explain your numbers. I'd go off on a tangent here, but, you know, it's, I'd be biased. You know, being a pitcher growing up, Josh was also a pitcher. I'd like to bring you into this. Three things a starting pitcher has to do for his team. Mm-hmm. What are they? Get outs, go deep in the game, and keep the runs to a minimum. Give your team a chance to win. Yeah. Prevent them from scoring. Mm-hmm. Prevent them from getting on base. Yeah. All three of those Gibson kicks Pedro's ass in, in 99. So what's a pitcher supposed to do, number one thing? Prevent them from getting on base. No, what's pitcher's number one thing? We play to win the game, right? Yeah. What was Bob Gibson? Don't bring up wins. What don't was bring Gubb's, up wins. What, don't bring up wins. So you can say whatever you want. We, we pitch to win the mm-hmm. game. And if you're a dominating pitcher, mm-hmm. outside of goalie, a pitcher can control the outcome of a game better than any other player position on the field. Yeah. A pitcher can – you don't hit the ball, you don't touch it, mm-hmm. you don't score, you don't win. Okay. So ultimately, a, wins are a flawed statistic, yes. but they can tell a story. In that year, winning a game, uh, Bob Gibson had a 7-10 win percentage. In two th- in 1999, it was Pedro's best winning percentage. He had an eight, uh, 852 win percentage. He won 85% of his starts and won 23 games. It was clearly the best. I mean, if you want to go off winning percentage, that's a flawed stat, as you just said. If you want to talk about giving a team a chance to win, quality starts, which Bob Gibson had more quality starts than Pedro had starts. Bob Gibson played in an era where... It was easier. Now, what was something that happened between 1963 and 1968 that dramatically alters the statistics for a pitcher in the positive and hurt the hitters? Historically. The strike zone. Strike zone today is, and when Pedro played, was substantially smaller. Bob Gibson had a strike zone that went from pretty much my chin to below my knee. In the All-Star game that year, do you know how the only run was scored? I do not know. On a double play. <laughs> that was the only run of the game. It was one nothing in the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. Pitchers had a distinct advantage in the 1968 season, and we know this because when we look at other pitchers from that same year, Danny McLean won 31 games, had 28 complete games. He had the most inning pitch. He won the Cy Young, and he had an ERA under two. Those seem like the same and or better statistics of Bob Gibson in that same year. So you want to say you're going to take a ERA under under two compared to one one two. What was McLean's like a one one nine four or something like that? One nine six. One nine. One nine. I mean, if you want to compare eras, I mean, I'm more than happy to throw the neutralized stats at you. Well, so neutralized stats also have a problem because if you pull up neutralized stats and we look at even Can what you they say, also for the viewers, what a neutralized okay. stat is. Neutralized statistic is pretty much taking a player from a certain era dropping him into another era a year and pretty much how his stats would perform based on league averages. Mm-hmm. So you drop Bob Gibson's 1968 into the American League in 1999, he's the exact same pitcher as Pedro Martinez. 208 ERA, wins jump by five to 27 and, 27 and six, 
whips a tad over one, strikeouts say the same. So you, you drop Pedro. So, so if we have that same situation, you drop Pedro, Pedro strikes out more play, more guys. They win the same amount of games and they have the same ERA. Did not win the same amount of games. If you want to go by wins, which is a ridiculous stat. If we go by winning percentage, they would have won. So Pedro, due to normalized stats, could never pitch more than 30 games. So that's how that's how those stats are worked. So you can't say he would have won 27 out of 30. That's conjecture, and that's one of the issues inside of the stats. I didn't say he stats. won 27 out of 30. If you he dropped won 27 Hank Aaron, 36. If, if Hank Aaron played every single one of his seasons in the 2000 Rockies stadium, he would have had 1,004 career home runs. Now, the reality is, is that other players have played inside that same stadium and been great, and they don't have 1,004. So there's always going to be noise in a statistic. So we have to look at some things, and we have to get away from exact statistics because you can read those statistics, and there is noise in it. How do we get there? The best hitting stadium in the history of the league happened in 1999. Again, the era of 99-2000 was the peak of players hitting home runs. Pedro was the best pitcher in that era. Bob Gibson was one of many players who were performing at a high level. We can talk about Juan Marichal. 120, 26 games, had 30 complete games. That's more complete games than Bob Gibson. We're not talking about Juan Marichal. We're talking about the era. So I can go line by line, and I can immediately say Bob Gibson didn't even lead in most categories. But we're not talking about that. Yes, Again, we are. I we're saying you, how dominant were you versus your era. And he I, I was less you dominant than Pedro. And you're running off into nowhere. Uh, again, we're we're talking about dominance in an era, okay, and, so saying and we're adjusting back. for statistics. I'm and Pedro was drop, clearly the best guy in '99. You drop Gibson into the American the League in '99; they're the same pitcher. You drop Pedro into the National League in 1968, and he's got a higher ERA than Gibson. So, in in, in those years, if we look at those years, 1968 to 1999, just some numbers for you that I know you don't have. The top <laughs> ten for slugging percentage in the entire league. 1968, the best was 552. The average was a 514 slugging. In 1999, the best slugging percentage was 710, and the average was 638.6. It was a 24.5, advantage to 1999 slugging percentage versus 1968. So getting players out was harder. Guys were producing runs that converted to more run, were con- producing hits that converted to more runs and scored more runs. If you look at OPS, the best OPS in 1968 was 923. If you looked at the average of the top 10 OPSs from 1999, the average was 1,062. So we have on the average of the top 10 players, the worst guy was still better than the best player from 1968 hitting the ball. And that's the era we're talking about. Home runs, the best home run hitter. In 1968, hit 44. He'd be tied for seventh. Two players hit over 60 in that year. When we're talking about what we can actually look at and what those guys actually did in their eras, trying to adjust for park, trying to adjust for travel, trying to adjust for the quality of the player. Bill James, war sucks because there were worse players in 1968 than there were in 1999. The bottom player was worse than the bottom player today. So what is war gonna do? The average player, the average replacement player is worse than the average replacement player today. So what does war look like? It looks higher. So all of these adjusted statistics have noise in the system that we know the players were not as good. And we can see it statistically on paper. Then what statistics are valid in your mind if these adjusted stats don't matter? 
if regular stats, which Bob Gibson's are better, don't matter, then what matters? What, when was Bob Gibson's numbers better? His Comparable year, to his generation. His ERAs. We're not talking about generation. We're talking no, we about him to. versus Pedro Martinez. No, but we're talking about which season was more dominant in its era. And when you're talking about what's more dominant in its era, Pedro was more dominant. He led across the league in more statistics than Bob Gibson did. Strikeouts per nine, everything else. Pedro beat everybody. His winning percentage, he had 13.2 strikeouts per nine innings. His strikeout to walk ratio was 8.5. His fielding independent pitching, again, we, we can look at that number and there's noise in that system. It's a 139. It's much better than what his 2000 was. So he was a better pitcher in 1999, and that's just me going against Gibson. Gibson had an era where the pitchers had every advantage. Which era would you rather pitch in? Would you, if I told you your life was on the line to be the best pitcher you ever could be, would you pitch in 1968 or 1999? If I, my life was on the if line? If your life was on the line. 1968. You would rather pitch in 1968 because yes. you inherently know it was easier to win. It was easier to be a pitcher. In 19, so you know 1968, there was a better talent pool than 99 collectively. That's not true. There are, there are percentage-wise, there are, so there why, were, why, there why are more what? Hold on, let me There were more Hall of Famers playing against league average in 1968 than there were in 1999. So we have the top-end player we've just proven was not as good as the top-end player in 1999. Hall of Fame is era-specific, and we become romantic about the game of baseball. How many guys made it into the Hall of Fame? Did we have, a, have we ever had a Hall of Fame class where there was zero in, in our lifetime? Yes. Multiple. When? Last year. Last year, so and last year, year we've decided. Year, yeah. Last year, we've decided that we're not going to have anybody be in the hall. Why? That's that more on the writers than anyone. Which we can agree that the writers yeah. are assholes. But <laughs> in that, what what which players are tr right now coming up to being the steroid era guys? So the mm -hmm. why? Because everyone knows that the hitters and the pitchers were doing things that gave them a wild advantage historically. Pedro went against those guys and dominated. And adding in the rampant cheating from the era, separate from how the statistics got there, Pedro dominated. And Bob Gibson can never walk in the door that he dominated the way Pedro did. I mean, he did. That's the thing, though. But you haven't you proven haven't, that to me. And you haven't proven any of the numbers that I said. Go ahead. Tell me your numbers, and let's line by line them. Okay. F first of all... But we have to come up with first... 1968 was an easier era to pitch in. True or false? True. There were more power hitters, period, end of sentence, in 1999 than there were in 1968. True. Steroids allowed players to play more often and perform at a higher level on every single day in 1999 than in 1968. True. There was a wider array of talent throughout the planet available in 1999 than in 1968. True. If all of those things are, are known, then let's walk into how we read those statistics. Okay. I'm, I'm, wow, I'm stumbling. I think you're familiar with ERI+. Because you're walking into some fluster. It's fine. No, I'm distracted. I'm not. <laughs> ERI+, plus is Go a ahead. statistic used to compare pitchers from different eras against each other. Yes. What is what we've already classified as a problem with that? You, Bob Gibson. The thing is, your arguments Gibson, are that stats aren't valid. No, do That's you think that Hank statistic? Aaron would have hit a thousand home runs if he got to play in, in 1996 through? We're not talking to, about Hank Aaron. We're not talking Hank about Aaron, Coors Field. But based off of an adjusted uh, adjusted numbers, the easiest time to hit in the league was 1999-2000. It's come up in all, everything else. 1999-2000, easiest time to hit mm -hmm. ever. 
right? So in all of these situations, it was the easiest time to be a hitter. So inherently, we don't think that all those numbers, all these guys that we could project out, oh man, Hank Aaron in that year would have hit 87 home runs. That's a fun game. That's like me saying I can bench press 225 30 times, so my max bench press is a million. The numbers work out. Guys use their max reps to determine what a bench press would be. But at the end of the day, you've got to put the weight on the bar to actually see what you can do. It's nice to project. It's nice to run it. But there's inherent, all we're doing is projecting. Who dominated their era? But you're bringing, again, an ERA+. plus. How did the player dominate his era? This Comparable stat is designed. To compare pitchers across different eras. Yes. It's designed to put them on a level playing field. And what do to they be use? compared. Do they use war inside of any of these things? I think so, yeah. So war, as Bill James would say, allows historical players, long time ago players, to be better because their war is going against a lower floor. The average player, the win against replacement level player, the replacement level well, we player was about, worse in 1968. We, yeah, player, so not, pitcher, war, not pitcher. The we player, talked about pitchers were worse too. The worst pitch, the five you just, star, the five star. You just said that 1968 was the best year pitchers ever. It was you the just, best year for pitchers. You just said that it there wasn't were, the best. Pitchers. You just said that pitchers were the dominant that year. They dominated the hitters. So the, repla- for sure. the replacement level pitcher was was significantly better than the replacement level pitcher in 1999. No. No? No. What was the ERA average in 1999? My point What was the you, ERA in 1999? League average. Tell me. 420 or something like that. Okay. Why? Because pitchers were worse. Because hitters no, were why? better. Why were pitchers better in 1968? Because hitters were worse. But and if, no if, and what? The strike zone or something? Fabricated strike zone that was put into place in 1963 to help pitchers play better. Okay. They didn't want the statistics to keep running wild. So you have so a fabricated zone where you made every advantage before. This is like right now com- trying to compare that Terry Bradshaw would light it up in today's NFL if he got to play with these rules. Oh, well, they pass the football more. Yeah, but Terry's not the athlete we know today. There, we know that there's a difference. If I take Dylan G., who was an okay player throwing 94 miles an hour with a four-something ERA, and I transfer him back to 1968 and let him go, you know he's going to be a nasty dominating pitcher. And you cannot say that pitching can come up when we know the velocities were lower, the, the, what guys were spending on the game was lower, and guys were taking steroids. You can't feasibly believe that an actual player who was the fifth best pitcher on his team was better in 1968 than he is now. You could say his stats showed up nice, but what I'm saying is those stats are fabricated. And it's why you cannot look at it. And Bill James, for like a guy who minutes. is the guy, would agree with me. We've been talking for like 15 minutes, and you haven't made one point, aside from the errors were different, that Pedro was better. I have. You just don't want to hear it. Okay, Tell well, me. I have a question, because you made a point earlier. You said that Pedro wasn't even the best pitcher that season. Yeah. Who do you think was and why? Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson. And why? He pitched longer, he had more strikeouts, he was more dominant, more strikeouts per nine, pretty much everything across the board. Strikeouts per nine were not higher. Wrong. False. He pitched more games, so he got more strikeouts. Yeah. But his strikeouts per nine innings were not more. What was it? Lower than his, because if we pull up actual the, the that entire era, which give me a second, I'll pull up the stats of who, what everybody had. Was there anybody even remotely close to Gibson in that season? Yes. yes. Dozens. Dozens of people. Mm-hmm. What do you what does that say compared to the fact that Pedro and Randy were pretty much substantially above most people in that season. I mean, if it's the year of the pitcher. Gibson's the best pitcher in the year of the pitcher. Mm-hmm. Where pitching dominates across the league, 
not only was he better than the average pitcher, which league ERA was, I think, 299 or something like mm-hmm. that, he's leaps and bounds below that. I mean, Pedro and, and Johnson were dominant pitchers during an era where pitching wasn't good. And there's only one key statistic that was not an accumulation statistic that he did better. Who? And that's not even true. Randy Johnson only had more strikeouts. He wasn't better for a war. He wasn't better for earned run average. He didn't have more wins. He didn't have a better win-loss percentage. He didn't have better walks per hits. He didn't have better strikeouts per nine. He had more innings pitched. He had more strikeouts. Well, guess what? He was a dominating pitcher who pitched more innings, so he had more strikeouts. But when he got stepped on the mound, Pedro was better than everybody. At every statistic that mattered. Strikeouts per walk ratio, home runs per nine innings, adjusted ERA, fielding independent pitching, adjusted pitching runs, based out runs saved. Every single winning probability added. Pedro Martinez in 1999 was the best guy. But I thought adjusted stats don't matter. Well, I'm, I'm using it for you. And I'm looking at it from era for era against a guy against him. Now, I can use it in the same season. Because to some, these two guys lived at the same moment. I'm not trying to transmute a statistic from 1968 into an era and allow a whole bunch of stretches of the imagination. I'm saying these two guys went head-to-head and he lost in every category that mattered. Okay, but So again, how could Randy... You just said Randy was better. Why was Randy better? He pitched longer. He was able on the field longer for his team. He gave his team more chances to win. He won less games, though. So why was he better? He had... He was on the field more. He what? But he was... So he was worse when he was on there. He didn't do better than Pedro. According to what? Just... Every time Pedro won, 85% of the times he stepped on the field for a Okay. He, again, so what, what do you want? He had more, he had a, 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 but again, a better, we're not so he had a better whip. Pedro so he had a better whip than Randy. We're not talking about Pedro No, and no, Randy. we are because we're using it as a comparison. You said that Randy was the best pitcher of that year. So finish that. The best no, no, that no, no. You said he was better. Did I say so better? answer it. I said better. So you're wrong <laughs> and I accept you're wrong and that's fine. So now go back to 1968 and tell me 1968. Why is Gibson the best guy? In his own era, in his own time. If I pull up those same things, if I pull up that same information. Well, let me ask you a question Is also. Gibson going to dominate at the same level? As what? Hits per nine innings pitched, he wasn't the best. Win-loss percentage, McLean was the best. Balls on uh, Bases on balls per nine, he wasn't the best. Strikeouts per nine, he wasn't per, the best. Games played, he wasn't the best. Innings pitched, he wasn't the best. What are we Strikeouts, about he wasn't the, the best. Bases on balls, he wasn't the best. What do we talk about is the key for a pitcher? Preventing runs and keeping hitters off base. So did His he, ERA, best of all time. His whip, sixth best of all time. So again, we're, the we're, going, we're going against his era. And you have to take into account that all the guys in his Then year, let's talk about ERA plus, plus which you've skated around. Your ERA let's talk plus, about ERA plus. Because ERA plus. Let's talk about it then. We have let's talked talk, about no, it. No, we haven't. Yes, we did. You mentioned it and then went on a tangent okay. about nothing. So you can Because when I try to bring up a stat that you, you know you can't louder. defend, I already you have. dip away. You're yelling louder because you've been wrong multiple times now and you're getting frustrated. I'm not getting you frustrated. Need to, you I, need to slow down. Hold on, hold on, hold on. about ERA plus. So ERA plus uses war. War is a floor, flawed stat. You agree with me on that? What so would Bill can we James. Talk about that. So we, you hate all stats. Hold on. Apparently. So no, I'm trying to answer, and you keep trying to say that I'm not. So what we can do is we can use those statistics 
against the people in your same year and your same era because I'm now not having to use my imagination to extrapolate a statistic across 40 years. I'm able to go guy by guy in his own era, in his own year, and say, was he even the best pitcher in his own year? And the answer is Gibson was not the best pitcher, depending on what you want to feel like is important. Winning percentage, does he give us to, so you're saying ERA, but ERA is a function of, did you, does you, do you have better fielders who are playing behind you? Is that true? ERA? Is ERA a function of, do you have good fielders behind you? No, because if they make an error, they mess up. It goes. It no, if they game. don't have the range, they don't get to a ball. That doesn't go as an error. So that's a player gets a hit. Of player, if it's a so the if, if, if I have like the that. worst shortstop in the league, but I am a better pitcher, my ERA will be higher because I got worse guys playing behind me. Again, and you said yourself, you'd rather pitch in 1968, so you knew the pitching was easier then. So when we go and we look at what he's going and we go where they're at, right, and we take things away. He didn't have the most wins. He didn't have the best winning percentage. He didn't have the best walks whip. He didn't have the best strikeout percentage. He didn't have the best hits per innings pitched. He didn't have the most strikeouts per nine innings pitched. No statistic outside of the ones that go with win, which attributed to his war being high, did he remotely have the best one. His ERA was the thing that we're tacking on that was the best thing he did. And that's why his war was up. And his war in that era, is adjusted based off of the fact that the replacement level player was worse. So when we look at it, he was not the best pitcher in his era. He was great, but he was not the most dominant pitcher in his era. Pedro was. And when I look at those two seasons and I take into account that if Pedro had a strike zone that went from his shoulders to a knee, sweet Jesus, (laughs) right? We know he's more dominant. You know his stuff was more dominant, and we can see it in how many strikeouts he, he did. 313 strikeouts that year. Randy had three, four, but he pitched almost 50 innings more. Pedro was the most dominating pitcher in an era where the hitters were the best ever. He dominated. Pedro was better than Gibson. Okay, yeah, he's the best pitcher of his era. Explain to me then why he's 15% worse. Explain to me why his ERA plus is 15% worse in a statistic that, no, you haven't answered it. I have, but you don't want to agree with me. No, you don't want to listen to me. No, because you said. What have I said? Why have I said that ERA plus is, is, is not. Is not useful in this comparison. Explain what what's ERA the flaw plus in the system? Again? ERA plus for for everyone who's listening yes. is a pretty much neutral statistic that takes into account pitchers from different eras and gives them one rounded number to pretty much compare them like era by era. Okay. So 100 is league average. If you have 100 ERA plus, your league average. If you're 110, you're 10% higher than league average. If you're 90, you're 10% lower. Mm. And some of this is accumulated based off of statistics that we're trying to use against other players comparable of your time zone. Mm-hmm. So inherently, I get a bump if the bet worst player in my league was the paper boy for the local newspaper and then also played backup shortstop for me. So that player was worse than the 25th man in the 1999 Yankees. And that's my point. So war becomes a part of ERA+, which inherently makes ERA+, Difficult to go across eras. Is the ERA plus use- inflated because it was the year of the pitcher? Yes. yes. Okay. Now, can you also explain what exactly that was for people who were year, younger? Year of the pitcher was pretty much pitching dominated in 68. Pitchers all around the league were carving hitters up. Average wasn't really great. Slugging wasn't really great. And after that year is when they dropped the mound length from 15 to 10 inches, I think, which is where it is now. Mount height. Mount height, oh, yeah. yeah. And then they fixed the strike zone from, what was it? 
shoulders to letters of the um under the armpit yeah, back to the, the top of the knee yeah. instead of loosely around the knee and mm -hmm. to the shoulders yeah because I, I would say for people who aren't as much historians we're kind of in a year similar to that right now and mm -hmm. that pitching is absolutely obliterating hitting for whatever reason people aren't um, as as what, lo more locked in because they had a shorter season or whatever. So I'm just trying to get everyone to yeah. kind of understand the level of dominance that you're actually mm -hmm. talking about and how that yeah. coexists with what Pedro mm -hmm. did in an era where hitting was absolutely dominating. I mean, and Bill's bringing up war a little bit, but it's calculated different for pitchers. If the league average pitcher is expected to do more in 68, it's going to be harder for a player to accumulate war. If the league average pitcher is worse, which it was in 99, it's going to be easier for a pitcher to accumulate war because it's going to be a lot easier to be better than the replacement level. But, that, but that's, that's true and not true. You're, you're selecting there how you're measuring what good and bad is. So the, 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 we have to look at the spread between players. He's even saying it numerous. It was the year of the pitcher because everybody was good. Mm -hmm. So that's my point. Bob Gibson was good in a year where everybody was good. He had the best season of the year where pitchers dominated to the point that they adjusted all the rules back because they realized they made a mistake. Guys started recognizing that they could throw a ball at a guy's chin and he had to swing. So I could throw a ball at his mouth and he would still swing because it's close enough to the end of my strike zone. Today, right, that wouldn't even happen. Guys take balls at their chest and it's called a ball, right? The mm -hmm. strike zone's smaller and it has been for a while. Now, what did the league do in 1999-2000 separate from having players on steroids. We've all heard that we think that they juiced the baseballs. And the Rockies, who had the best home run rates and all mm -hmm. these things, they also were theoretically putting balls in humidors and doing all sorts of things so that they flew out. So everything was geared towards the hitter then, and Pedro dominated. And it, that's the point that I've been trying to, to make. And Pedro was across nearly every metric against everyone comparable to him, he was the best. Not just in one, two, or three categories, but 15. Gibson was the best in three, and they all are relevant to each other with no adjustment. War and his ERA. That's it. Just go wide angle. We're good. We're fine. We're fine. We have things happen on a long show. We, we have been here for a while. It's all good. So, so ultimately, and again, I, I think we've come to the point that we're rounding this off. Yeah, give, give me more. So like, give me your, your die on a hill moment. My die on a hill. I've been trying to get there, ERA+. Plus. And, you, we know, and you agreed it's a flawed stat. I did not say it's a flawed stat. So, so, so ERA+, plus is designed to compare these guys. Apparently to everyone on earth but you. Again, it's designed to compare it except in Bill Rahm's head. No, Because Bill it doesn't James, fit his narrative. No, Bill James, who is the authoritarian on all Help. things statistics, okay. right, and, and is the inventor of the term sabermetrics, mm -hmm. he will tell you that war is faulty and gives an outsized sense of self to players from historical eras. So one, because one guy worst, says that, but the rest of the baseball community thinks otherwise. No, they don't. How do they measure? Okay, they don't. How do they measure players? You say that because how you're now saying that now? you're speaking... You've lost on a number of categories in this conversation, and I know that's frustrating. But now to you say that you're now speaking for the entire baseball I'm community not. is arrogant I'm not. beyond I never belief. said that. You, you just did. So the whole baseball community doesn't because now you're throwing out Bill James and other people who believe his sabermetrics and the things he says matter. You're now using ERA plus has flaws. 
Every statistic has flaws. Everybody thought batting average was the end-all be-all, and we learned that it wasn't. Mm -hmm. We have other things that help us, but every statistic is flawed. The thing that makes it happen is how do you read the statistics to put a winning team on the field? That's the only thing that ends up mattering. Trying to say who's better using statistics that cross over eras is wonky at best. In basketball, we have PER, and we use it and we say Charles Barkley is better than LeBron. That's not true. But his era, the difference between a guy in 1988 and a guy in 2020, the worst player on the bench would have been a five-year starter on a championship-winning NCAA team, and he's sitting on the bench. That doesn't happen in the NBA. There wasn't free agency. So many things change stuff. The biggest things that we can say, and we know to be a fact, and if you want to not read them as being a disadvantage or an advantage, you can. The MLB juiced the baseballs in 1999-2000 steroid era, home run era, and guys were on steroids at what some people think was 70% of the league or more. And in 1968, it was the last year where they were allowing the pitchers to have every advantage and throw balls in the dirt and get strikes. And they had to change it, and Bob Gibson was not the most dominating of those guys. So Pedro dominated, he didn't. You want to compare them across eras, and those stats are going to be muddied. Show me against his era, and my guy dominated substantially more in the time where it was the hardest to pitch ever. Again, you keep dancing around. You a keep wanting to hang on so, the only so, ERA plus, and I got 18 things. I'll that keep you going. I got a list right here. Cover him with those generalized responses. Your era, what he did versus Pedro, and why he's better. With who did? What what, Bob what Gibson did, did in his era. What Gibson did in his era? Because I think you're, you're going really deep into numbers, and I think a lot of people will look at it from the generalized standpoint that Bill just described. Yeah. Era, what he did, why it was more special than everybody else, and why it's more special than the season that you're against right now. I mean, yeah, it was the best, best era for hitters. That's the thing. So if you're a pitcher and you do well in that era against a time where hitters are – you know, blowing the roof off and ERAs are inflated. It looks a lot better than against Gibson, who just did it because he was in the uh, the year of the pitcher. I just, I just, I don't know. You keep we're trying to talk about two seasons, and there's just like 15 different points that's going. I'm trying to say one guy versus another guy. I get the errors are different. Again, but you, my only but, thing is we have to throw away the 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 stats that we all know so stats don't matter no stats matter but they, then what like, stats matter era plus matters against guys in your own era better than anything else a stat design because if i change designs to compare against errors that's but, the thing but, okay so what does it not include what does what not include? what does normalized adjusted stats not include i can't say that off the top of my head but i know so era I'll, plus I'll, is... I'll i'll read it for you first okay. what is not considered in neutralized and converted stats Segregation, changing roles of bullpens, improved travel or fitness nutrition, yeah, you're, you're on increased your, foreign this talent. This isn't ERA plus. Fields this isn't ERA plus. Fields, conditions, or sizes. No, this is end converted stats. No, this so is ERA this, plus is using things to get there. This is not ERA plus. And, yeah, it would have. I know exactly. But ERA plus has the same th has the same noise in the stats. Because you cannot adjust for field conditions or sizes. You cannot have a uh, no consideration of changing tactics. 
So changing taxes is the size of the strike zone. So we can't normalize. You're assuming his stats have the same strike zone that he had then. They don't. So when you try to transport it to the era, the strike zone doesn't get pulled with it. So immediately you have to throw it out. So you have to look era to era. And his ERA plus will only matter against the guys he's going against. His statistics and all of those things will matter against the guys he's going against. And when we look at those things, he did not dominate like Pedro dominated. And that is why Pedro had the greatest, most dominating season across any statistic ever. I appreciate you so much for coming on the show today. We're not okay. done. Are we done? <laughs> I don't know if we're done. Here's what I'm going to ask you to do. This is for the people. Give me your elevator pitch on why Bob Gibson had the best season of all time for the people to decide. And then, Bill, I want yours, and then we will ask them. No interrupting. No interrupting. I won't even say. Everybody knows at this point what my thoughts are. For sure. But I, I want you to sum it up. Ball sum was inflated. Pitchers didn't do it. Sum it up. Sum you it can up. make it sound like I'm dumb because you're frustrated, but that's you. Going off statistics, which apparently don't exist. No, just tell me your statistics. Just give me your elevator pitch. All right. Go. Again, I'll stick with the ERA plus because I have not been able to get that in yet. That's fine. Go for it. Pedro's ERA plus of 243 is 15% lower than Gibson's 258. That's the fourth and fourth and fifth best pitching seasons of all time in the era. Saying that Pedro, Who, who's, uh, where did the 2000 Pedro season? Land? We're not talking about Pedro. No, season. Just it was number one. Okay. We're not talking about Pedro 2000. We're talking about Pedro 99. Okay. It was Pedro. But Pedro led up. Only nine home runs in '99. <laughs> what happened to no interrupting? And he left. He let up 14. I mean, you can keep. You can keep, you can keep interrupting Corey, me. Go, so go, my stats Corey, don't go for it. Bill, please. 243 for Pedro. 258 for Gibson. 15. percent That's the exact same thing as saying right now. That's saying Dane Dunning. 11 points. 15. 11 points. 243. 258. Okay. 15. Cool. We're good. We're good. Continue. Not, continue. Not percent. Not percent. Percent. No. It's, it's the same thing. If you're yeah, 10, it is. Yes. It, it is. It, I explained it earlier. Yeah, but but it's points. It's not actually. It's points. It's not actually percentage. But, but yes, I understand what you're saying. That's okay. how continue. We, words matter. Words matter. ERA plus for, yeah. the, for the viewers is based on 100 points, and then it's addition or subtraction yeah. based on where you are. Continue. Okay. That's so saying that Pedro is better than Gibson, based on ERA plus, is the same thing that is saying Dane Dunning right now is better than Tyler Glass now, based on the ERA plus. That's it. That's your that's your elevator pitch. Oh man, that hurt the way you said that. I no, just, I just want I want you to sell yourself, man. Every single statistic says that Gibson was better. You can talk about era, but you haven't made one statistic other than the hitters were better and the pitchers were worse to back Pedro. Pedro won eighty five percent. You so you don't Wings like statistics. Don't matter. Okay, so you like you, you say that my you say my statistics. I admit that my statistics have flaws. Mm -hmm. You don't admit that your statistics have flaws. I do. I have. So said then, that. then we know that they have flaws. So we can look at each guy against the guys from his year. We're not talking about that. We're talking about we them are. against each other. Yes, and keep Pedro was back. more dominant in his year. Was he? Does he have better numbers than Bob Gibson? Yes. Does he? Yes. Do, which numbers? Who struck out more people? Who, who had a better who, winning percentage? Who, who, who walked who less, more out? Who had a better whip? Gibson did. Again, no, Gibson didn't have a better yes, whip. What was his did. whip? Gibson. Eight five three. Okay, he got him by whip. Eight five three, sixth best in baseball history, by so, the way. So what was? So how many guys from that same year? Pedro's whip than that? that year was oh. nine two three. Nine two three, thirty third best in baseball in what, the live ball era. What was in that? Live ball era. I like how you, you, you throw that stuff in there. I mean, so it'll, that just, year, it'll just so, back everyone up. So in that year of whip, so in that year of whip, he was the best. I believe so. I'm no, sure. he wasn't. Gibson or Gibson wasn't the best in, in Pedro's. Yeah, in sixty eight, he was not. In sixty eight, in, in the major leagues, it was league. it was McNally, McLean, Dave McNally, McNally. Okay. 
So again, I'm, I'm looking at, I can look at winning percentage wins, ERA, all of those numbers. When you compare them both against their era, they were more dominating. So you're using then historical stuff, but we already know 68 was easier. So of course all the pitchers have these amazing accumulation stats because I could throw the ball wherever I wanted. He was not dominating like other even pitchers of his era. So Pedro was the best, and Gibson wasn't even the best, and you're trying to say it was the best season ever. And it wasn't even the best season in his own year. And it was in the easiest era of pitching ever. What are you, ERA plus is where you want to die? Go for it. I'll die on everything else, and I'll win in the comments. You'll die on, you. you'll die on winning percentage. You'll die on steroids. You'll die on X, Y, and Z, but you don't want to look. Strikeout percentage. What is Oh, he struck out more guys. So he dominated the hitter. And outs and out. We said this earlier. You want to keep runners? He said keep runners off base. But how did you get guys out if your strike zone was seven feet long? Shouldn't have been easier to strike guys out then? But how, Better how, stuff. How are you supposed to hit? No, because he threw slow and wasn't dominating. He threw slow? Compared to the era? Compared to freaking Compared Pedro? to his era, he threw hard. Pedro Martinez threw 99 to 101 miles an hour. Gibson couldn't hold his jock on that same thing. Now, you told me you were going to time guys' velocities and stuff. That didn't show up today. The stats <laughs> yeah, and didn't. the things that I thought was going to show up today didn't show up today. Again, I hear you. ERA plus means a lot to you. I can't win, so we're going to have to wait and see what the people think. I mean, think. ERA plus means lots of everything, and I don't know. I don't want to say anything, but the comments were going to be probably in your favor because you dominated the conversation. You shoved my stats, which apparently don't matter, into, <laughs> into the trash can. At least can. you're learning. That's At least it. I'm eh, okay. All right, guys. I'll just yell louder so, next time. This is the question for you. Go check out both their seasons. Pedro Martinez, 1999. Bob Gibson, 1968. Go see for yourself. Make a decision and let us know in the comments which do you think was the better season. We want to know. And let us know if we need to have a part two to this so we can kind of maybe get Corey talking a little more about something other than stats. Um, and maybe Bill will let him talk Damn. more about something other than stats. I don't know. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> we will see you next time on The Grounds Crew. And, of course, make sure you like and subscribe. Toss us a review. We love you guys. See you later. Baseball lifestyle. It's my lifestyle. <laughs>